Welcome to Mobs TV Talk Daily for Friday the 17th of November 2017. Mobs TV Talk Daily will give you news, reviews, the ratings and a little bit of what you can watch on TV tonight. Welcome back to Mox TV Talk Daily. Uh, let's get straight into it today. We're going to talk about the ratings first cab off the rank. And as expected, the good doctor does it again for seven. So this is just continuing the fact that this US drama has broken the mold for all of the, I guess, sort of current situation as far as uh, American dramas go. Now, it didn't break a million. It was number one for Thursday night, 986 for Five City Metro, so 986,000 people. That was big, but then here's the sting when we add in uh, the regional figures to that, so we get a true national picture, it nearly doubled. 1.6 million, so add in, uh, what, 610, 614,000 and change uh, regional viewers tuned in to make it the biggest show on Thursday night for seven. It is no wonder they are crowing about it and shoving it in everybody's faces uh, as much as they can cross-promote the living daylights out of that. As far as the rest of the night goes, it was all nine and seven news into the next four slots as they break that up. Uh, good to see Gogglebox from Network 10 Look, doing its best, up against you know, nearly a million for The Good Doctor, the Gogglebox delivered 602,000. And remember, this is its second swing. It also pulled two or 300,000 on uh, Wednesday night for Lifestyle Channel on Foxtel. So this is a double dip, but it plays really well. And it has proven to be an excellent co-pro for Foxtel and for 10. Um, for the rest of the 7.30 stuff, it's a bit diabolical. Family Food Fight, a distant, look, fourth place. Um, 442,000 viewers. Five City Metro tuned in to see that for nine. And uh, there's just no up. I don't think I've seen it go above 600K. Uh, and that's that's no good. We will not see a second season of this. Is this the Tom Parker Bowles kiss of death? He is the only person that has carried through from uh, nine's last four end of food. And both of the seasons, both of those shows have been diabolical. Uh, Cram, well, actually, I take it back. In, in a distant fifth place, Cram... Uh, 400,000 viewers, there's no good news around that. But 10 have stuck with it to their credit, uh, and it is going to get a second season in 2018, whatever next year is. And it just kind of peters out from there. I did also want to talk about, very briefly, uh, the uh, subscription television ratings. Now, they're not big numbers because the number of uh, people, the, what they call penetration into the market, isn't huge. I think it's like... 15% of the Australian TV audience market uh, is connected and watching Foxtel. So straight away, if we're going to say that you know, a million is a good show for um, uh, free-to-air television, then 150,000 is amazing for subscription television. So that gives you some marker on where that is. Now, I may have that percentage wrong. It's not, it might even be 20 22%. It's not great. So call it 10% and it's 200,000. Know, that's great figures. Thursday night is not a lot of things. Of course, sport is a big part of Foxtel. That's why a lot of people tune in. And then also take that the audience that watch Foxtel isn't split across the five traditional and some multi-channels like we have on Free-to-Air. It's split across 1,100 Foxtel channels. So there's lots of eyes competing for lots of things. And they have kids programming at night and all of that stuff. Not necessarily that uninterestingly. The two big shows tied for first uh, for Thursday night was Paul Murray Live and the Bolt Report on 51,000 viewers both. 
That is their national figure too. They don't split up and go five-city metro. That is Foxtel across the country. Um, make of that what you will. But that was, the, for both of them, the highest rating programs on subscription television. Good news for Paul Murray. I think that's his first win or second, the first time that, you know, that, that he's topped out the ratings. If you can't say anything nice about Andrew Bolt, don't say it. Um, so that's the ratings for today. Two big things to drop as far as news go today. Uh, and given that we're two weeks out from the end of the ratings year, it's kind of amazing that we still have so much going on. But interestingly, the summer non-ratings period actually looks to be more competitive than it ever has been for 2017 to 18. So we'll talk more about that in the coming weeks, I'm sure. Yesterday, big news, uh, finally, or the completion of the CBS Corporation acquiring 10 network holdings. They have applied for it to be delisted. No longer will you be able to buy shares in 10. Insert your own joke here. Uh, and that acquisition includes not only the 10 primary free-to-air channel, but also 1 and 11, which CBS was also already a part owner in. Uh, and they buy into and take hold of 10Play uh, as their catch-up and streaming service. This is significant and the final piece of the puzzle for CBS to complete their takeover. It is very much a thing now. So 10 is a fully owned subsidiary of the CBS Corporation, the biggest TV network in America. Sit on that one for a second. 10, poor little 10 that have struggled for so long, is now owned by the biggest TV network in America, the biggest TV market in the world. That's huge. I think that's going to be a huge benefit to it moving forward. 2018, certainly the first half, I think we'll see a lot of stay-the-course stuff. And then from second half 2018 into 2019, we will start to see a dramatically different 10. As the CBS money comes in, as the expectation on 10 to deliver changes, and naturally, expect to see a lot more CBS product directly onto 10. And Showtime product. Currently, the deal for Showtime is with Stan uh, as a majority situation. I wouldn't be surprised if that changes up and we see uh, the streaming rights maybe stick with Stan, but then uh, we'll get broadcast stuff flip over onto 10 uh, for a lot of that pretty great premium drama content. That would be pretty amazing. Um, also, of course, this means that very shortly we'll have CBS All Access land as a streaming service in Australia. Now, in America, its big pulls are the things that it has stuff like Star Trek Discovery. But when they did that, they signed a global deal with Netflix to deliver Star Trek Discovery to everywhere but America and Canada. 10 wasn't even a blip on CBS's radar then. When CBS All Access lands, we will have, uh, coming from zero three years ago, CBS All Access, Netflix, Stan, uh, uh, QuickFlix, if you want to count that, um, HeyU, um, so that's five streaming services, uh, Amazon Prime Video, six, uh, <laughs> and that's before we add in, you know, seven plus, whatever that's going to look like as a freemium service. It's crazy talk, right? Zero to six or seven in three years. When it comes to Australian TV, we know how to overload and do things just out of the, out of craziness. The other big news today is that Stan have announced that Romper Stomper, their original series, starring, among others, Jacqueline McKenzie, David Wenham, Dan Wiley, Lockie Hume, Toby Wallace, who looks fierce as Sophie Lowe, who was amazing in The Beautiful Eye and the Slap. Uh, it is landing all six episodes 
on the 1st of January, New Year's Day. You'll be able to stare through your uh, haze of New Year's Eve celebrations and sit down and watch six hours of what is going to be, I think, very, very solid drama. The promo and the details for all of that are up on DecidedTV.com right now. Watch it. I, I dare you. I, I really enjoyed the, the trailer. They've certainly edited it really, really well, and I think it's going to be uh, this great little surprise that just pops up in January for us to watch and be amazed at incredible performances and a very, very strong story that I know will get under some people's skin and that some people are already worried that it glorifies bad stuff. I think it's, uh, from what I see in the trailer, actually showing some brutal reality around what some of this hate and stuff behind the undercurrent of Romper Stomper is about. Definitely worth checking out. If you want something to watch tonight or across the weekend, prep yourself. If you haven't got a Netflix subscription, run. Don't walk. Go and sign up. Use the fact that they've got, I think it's a 30-day free trial. There are two amazing things that drop this afternoon on Netflix. The first is The Marvel's The Punisher. Um, 13 episodes, first season. It's Look, I just really dig it. I have absolutely ran through this as a preview and... There is, look, it's a little bit long. I will offer that if you sit down and watch 13 episodes, you go, that story could have been told in eight. I, I like the fact that I actually watched it in chunks of two or three eps, and it just was a story that just kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me along. Strong performances. It is violent. Be prepared. Um, talks a lot about PTSD and the effects of war on people, and uh, and of course, at the, the center of it, you know, the Punisher and why he is motivated to do what he does. Um, just love this series and I reckon you need to get into it. If you like Jessica Jones or if you liked particularly Luke Cage, um, this is and then good on top of that. The other thing that, that is uh, worth checking out on Netflix this weekend uh, is a documentary called Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond. Now this is a collection of interviews with, among others, Jim Carrey talking about his performance in The Man in the Moon uh, as uh, Andy, what's his name? Um, oh, how's that? I'm even pulling a blank on this. Um, but the fact that he would get into character and stay in character and the weirdness of the character and that in character, uh, he would push people and both physically, but emotionally and, and mentally kind of challenge them and, and do exactly like what, you know, what we saw from Andy, Andy Kaufman. Um, thank you, memory. Uh, you were all screaming at me, I could tell that he would challenge people by that performance, by trying to be Andy as much as he could. This is crazy. Like, this is next level crazy uh, around how it looks and the way it plays out. I would offer to you, it's definitely, if you're a fan of Andy Kaufman, check it out. If you're a fan of Jim Carrey, check it out. If you think it's all weird, maybe it's not for you. But if you want a documentary that will make you go, this is crazy, <laughs> this is the one to go and have a look at. Alternatively, if you want to live in free-to-air land, and lots of us have to, uh, 8.30, 11 tonight, it's a classic film, Mean Girls. Go and watch Lindsay Lohan when she was someone that we were interested in because she could act. Go and watch a great story of overcoming bullies and dealing with crap. Uh, and stop trying to make fetch a thing. <clears throat> it's very funny. I love Mean Girls, and it's one that I'm going to sit down with my daughter, probably not tonight, but soon, uh, and we will enjoy that. Guys, this has been Mulks TV Talk Daily. Thank you for tuning in. If you are listening via Google Play or iTunes, you can subscribe on both those services and it would be amazing 
uh, if you wanted to do that. This is just a little thing that I'm doing every day. Like it's a little less than 25 minute podcast that you can enjoy. It's opinion stuff, those sorts of things. The best part is that you can call in if you get on Anchor uh, on iOS uh, or if you wanted to tweet me at Steve Mulk or hit me up on Facebook, ask your questions. I can include you if you do it in Anchor. I can include your question in the show, but I want to hear what should we be watching? What's a show that you recommend? What's your question about the ratings? What's the thing that you want to know about the Australian TV landscape? That's what I'm about here at Mulk's TV Talk, uh, and I'm really glad that you're listening and that you're enjoying uh, Mulk's TV Talk Daily. I'm your host, Steve Mulk. Keep watching the skies. No, just have a great day. Cheers, guys.